The Spurs also have a pair of second-round picks. What should they do with them? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kansas 5 San Antonio. Hey, you made the right decision today. Put me back here on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can find us on the uh, Kansas 5 Plus app as well. So what are we talking about today? Believe it or not, Spurs fans, the Spurs have more than just the number one pick. In uh, this upcoming draft, the Spurs have a pair of late picks, I believe, in the second round. What should they do with those picks? Does it really matter? Trade them? Move them? Well, you know, just just what, what to do with that? Or they're actually gems in the second round the Spurs could focus on. Also, Kyrie Irving and the Spurs. Vegas think the Spurs have a shot. We'll talk about that. And then we're going to bring in a, a special guest. Uh, let's just say he found a loophole. And he entered into the NBA draft. And he has zero basketball experience. Yeah, brace yourself for that. Let's bring in our first guest. He is Jack Thompson with San Antonio Sports Star. You can uh, listen to him at the Star. He is co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. He'll tell you all about that in just a few minutes. Uh, Jack, I'm surprised you haven't put your name in the draft pool yet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've, I've kind of never known anyone that has done what he's done but i knew that i mean it was entirely possible his the loophole that he found i just yeah true i might have to do that i might have to do that i would do it just to hang out and go to the parties because he now he gets to do that well you know we'll talk about that in, in a while but i mean that is just hilarious so um he'll be talking about that and more yeah stand by for that but we got to take care of business first Jack, uh, yeah, the Spurs have more than just Wimby on board. <laughs> you know, we're forgetting the Spurs have a pair of second round picks. I think it was at 33 and 44, I believe. So mm-hmm. I guess the big question is, does it really matter after Wimby? I mean, is pretty much the Spurs draft over? I mean, are those other picks just irrelevant? I wouldn't say that they're relevant. There's definitely, you know, good trade bait to latch on to a, a bigger deal for sure to get things done. But there could be some, some diamonds in the rough to be found in the second round. No doubt about that. But of course, I mean, when you get Wimby, everything else is just, you know, gravy on top. So we'll see what happens, but a lot could be done with the, the two second rounders for sure. Could, could the Spurs actually default to a draft and stash? I mean, it's been a while since the Spurs have done that. You know, remember the Euro guys, they would just pick and, okay, we'll see you when we see you. Or is it the fact that they're still in the rebuild that maybe they don't want to go that route and bring in players that they can groom, maybe Stash and Austin? Yeah, certainly. I could definitely see them going that route if no deal uh, gets done. There's definitely, you know, going to be some solid players left in the second round. Depends on... I guess our plan for the future, but I could certainly see us drafting some guys to stash and build up to maybe eventually be role players or even, you know, if it turns out 
the right pick, maybe even some significant players to build up uh, around Wimby for the future. So it's a lot of a lot of different uh, routes that the Spurs can take over the next several drafts. You know what? You know, obviously the big piece they're going to get in a few days, uh, a franchise player. You know, check. But it just seems the Spurs are already packed at most positions. We'll talk about the point guard spot in just a few seconds. I think that's the only one that's kind of in question. But you look at the Spurs in the second round picks, I mean, and all the other picks they have on board, you know, I think it's like, what is it, like over 20 second round picks they have, Jack? Something crazy yeah. like that? Like, yeah. Yeah, something absurd. They got to move them. They have to start moving these picks. So why not now? Or unless Jack Thompson has a couple of names on his draft board, that the Spurs can find in the second round. Uh, who are some of those dark horses late in the second? I mean, look at, look at the Spurs last season, Jack, Trey Jones, second round pick, and voila, you know, turned out to be a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a couple guys that could definitely fall into the second round. There's uh, Xavier Guard, Colby Jones. Xavier had a great season led by him. He pans out to be, you know, kind of a 6 6 combo, kind of. A uh, two-way player, good defender, uh, strong offensive game, and uh, definitely someone that could build up to uh, becoming a, a solid NBA rotational guy. There's Amari Bailey. He's a point guard, shooting guard out of uh, UCLA. Super athletic, Has definitely has really good scoring talent, and sees the floor really well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy named uh, Brandon. Podzeminski from Santa mm-hmm. Clara. We saw, you know, um, what's his name from Oklahoma City, Jalen Williams. He mm-hmm. was, you know, from Santa Clara, and he ended up being one of the best rookies in the, in the season last year. So definitely another name to keep his eye on. He's an, an elite, elite shooter, this kid, Brandon. So he could definitely find his way. Another UCLA kid, Jaime Hawkins, 6'7", definitely a uh, a two-way player, elite on defense, much more athletic than we ever saw him in, uh, it play at UCLA. So good shooting touch, really athletic, can do a lot. Um, if Dylan Mitchell from Texas stays in the draft, he's probably the most athletic guy in terms of like jumping ability in the draft. He just is kind of raw offensively. And probably the biggest name that I see in a lot of um, second rounds is uh, where is Imani Bates. So Imani mm-hmm. Bates, he was the number one player in his class coming out of high school, which is ahead of Scoot Henderson, which is ahead of, you know, everyone at the top of this draft. He was a perennial all-five-star on every site you looked at, number one player in the draft. And he just had a tough go of it. Uh, in college, but he's six eight, six nine, elite scoring prowess. Like he can score from anywhere. He's got a great shooting touch. So there's definitely some some diamonds in the rough. You got National Player of the Year Zach Eady that could be in the second mm-hmm. round. Mike Miles from TCU. A lot of guys. So there's definitely some uh, some good names that are falling into this second round. So I could see us t- uh, trying to maybe dash one or two of these guys, send them down to Austin to grow a little bit, and maybe it pans out in our in our uh, way. So lots of names. Very exciting. If, 
it, it feels like second round picks are highly valuable nowadays that yeah you know they're they're seen not as just gimmies you know a, a kind of a fill in in any type of deal like they're actual you know currency you know and and big quality current uh, currency coins dollar bills whatever you want to say and i think that's where the spurs are well positioned to move up in the draft if they choose to uh, you know, to throw in these two late first, second round picks. You know, that's the, the beauty of the Spurs. They have so much flexibility. And I, I don't think Spurs fans can comprehend, Jack, the amount of flexibility they have to make home runs. Home runs. It's been kind of bandied about, Jack. Get your thoughts on this. The Spurs should really make a serious run at moving up. Well, I guess not moving up, but you could technically, I guess you could say moving up or staying within the top five to land Scoot. Should they go all in like that? I would have waited an eternity for this. It's over, Prime. Hey, I want to talk to you about prize picks. Did you know there's a million-dollar daily Superflex promotion going on right now during the NBA playoffs and finals? Every day of the NBA playoffs and finals, one prize pick user will win a chance to become a millionaire. One entry placed after 8 a.m. EST, Eastern Standard Time, will be randomly selected each day. Whoever placed that entry will be given a six-pick flex with the following payout. Six correct picks equals one million. Five correct picks, 80000 Four correct picks, $16,000. Full details can be found at pricepicks.com slash million. You got to opt in at that link to be eligible for the million-dollar entry. And once you opt in, all you got to do is play the game like normal, and you can be the next lucky winner. But overall, you really got to check out Price Picks. Basically, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. You pick two to six players, and if you want to score more or less than your prize pick projection, and there's no competing against other people, it's just you versus the projections available. They got it all. And men's college basketball, cricket, Euro basketball, MMA, boxing, disc golf, they got it all over at prize picks. So remember this, too. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Super easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up today. Play daily fantasy sports. First time users can get themselves a 100 deposit, instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. Basically, if you deposit 100, Price Pick gives you $100. You deposit 50 bucks, Price Picks will give you 50 bucks. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. I mean, depending on what the uh, the price may be to get up that high, I'm not opposed, but I think it'll be pretty hard to get all the way up to scoot. I could definitely see them jumping up higher into the late lottery, though, and I would definitely be all about that. There's a lot of good players that uh, – that are going to be around there in the kind of 10 to like 18 area. I mm-hmm. think that might be where you get your biggest value in terms of, you know, not having to get too much, but everyone around that area is kind of not the same player, but in terms of what they project to be in the NBA, pretty close to the same. So I see pretty high value in that, in that stage of the draft. And I would love to see the Spurs jump back up in there. You're talking with Jack Thompson right here on Lockdown Spurs. He's with San Antonio Sports Star, and we're talking about the upcoming NBA draft. And, yes, there are other picks other than uh, Wimby at the top. Uh, Jack, I I look at these last two second-round picks, and part of me thinks the the fan base really don't care. 
you know, at this point, it's just Wimby and the the lottery is done. And that's what it feels like to me. Unless you're thinking that those second round picks are going to be crucial. I, I just don't see it. I think it kind of feels that vibe. Like we're just we're just watching a movie where we know the ending. And it's going to be Wimby and draft night is over. All right, could you caution Spurs fans to stick around, so to speak, because the Spurs could be major players on draft night? Yeah, I mean, if if we're moving up, at least one, probably both of those second-round picks will be very crucial in that deal. And if we're moving up, it's going to be, you know, in that late lottery, mid-first round. So mm-hmm. I would definitely stick around. We've got a ton of cap space, a lot of easy, movable players, some big contracts that, you know, are very good for teams when it comes to the reaching the luxury tax. So I definitely think the Spurs are in a prime position to make more noise than just getting Wimby on draft night. Yeah, that's what it feels like, too. It just feels like this, you know, obviously from the obvious Wimby, and then we're not done. They can make moves. They can trade up. They can trade down, uh, or I'm not trade down, excuse me, uh, trade into uh, the uh, top 10 if they're really going to be serious about using those assets because they got to use them. They cannot hoard them. They have to use them. So it'll be interesting yeah. on draft night. But, yeah, those second-round picks will be interesting for those Spurs fans that think the draft is over after number one. Yeah, I think, again, Spurs got a couple of other pairs of picks on board. It's going to shift gears now, and Vegas is back at it, Jack. They, odds makers, I should say, the odds makers out in Las Vegas recently put out their odds on where Kyrie Irving could land next season. Top of the list, you know, the Lakers because of LeBron and staying put with Dallas. But ranked number seven with the silver and black. That surprised me a bit. These to say the reaction from fan base are, is like, oh, no way. Like, hell no. No, 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 no. But, Jack, would you consider it considering the Spurs desperately need an upgrade at the point guard spot? And he is quite the upgrade, and the Spurs have the tools and the assets to get it done. I mean, I would definitely consider it, but it comes with a lot of caution. We've seen what Kyrie has done to, you know, the past several franchises he's been a part of. When he's on the court and he's happy, he's about as elite elite of a point guard as you can get in the NBA. There's no doubt about that, and no one will – you know, argue with that. He's an extreme upgrade. I don't think you could even upgrade any higher than him. Mm-hmm. But the imminent and probable off-the-court headache that he brings to your organization, it's just – it's a double-edged sword for sure if you go get Kyrie. Because on the court, he's fantastic. He's one of the best players in the league. But if something – you know, I don't know what sparks Kyrie – But when it does, he seems to just, I don't know, completely shut down. He takes time off. He just does, you know, whatever he really wants to do. And he treats playing in the NBA as sort of like a hobby. Like he does it really well when he wants to do it. But when he doesn't, it it can be a, a cancerous effect in your locker room, especially when it all, when it all resides on him. But The other side of that is the last several teams that Kyrie has been a part of. He's been with a superstar 
that it's arguably better than him or on par with him. He comes yeah. into San Antonio, he's immediately the dude. There's all like take all the shots you want, lead us in scoring, all that. Even over Wimby. Even over Yeah, I mean Okay. Yeah, you're talking about an all NBA player. Wimby projects to be that, but the dude, I mean, he hasn't played a minute in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say that he can come in and be top dog over Kyrie Irving, who's been first-team All-NBA, multi-multi-time All-Star. He's done just about everything in the league. So, yeah, I mean, he would come in right away, and he would be the alpha dog. Now, Wimby would be a close second, and he would definitely, like, we would defer to Kyrie, but Wimby would get a lot of it, too. Like, Kyrie can't take every shot. And yeah. the pick-and-roll between Kyrie Irving and Victor Wimbanyama would be something insane. Right. So Wimby uh, would definitely get his. Uh-huh. There's no doubt about that. I look at Kyrie and we know the off the court issues, the on the court issues cuz you know he does sit out games. Uh, I, do you think Popovich could be that coach that can really rein him in or Kyrie's just going to be Kyrie no matter who's the head coach or even the organization as the Spurs who are considered one of the best at keeping players in check and protecting them? I think there's something to that. I'm not sure anyone can really, for lack of a better like word, rain them in. control. Yeah, rain yeah, them rain in. Kyrie yeah. in. But the protecting side of it is definitely, I think, a big thing. Um, I think, you know, the Spurs always have their players back. They shield them from the negativity. They don't, like, thrust them into the limelight like a lot of organizations do. And, I think Kyrie Irving kind of wants something like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this isn't far-fetched. We also have the money to go and get him, which is, you know, a a big role in all of this. Mm -hmm. So, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. I just, I think it's a, um, a little more aggressive than I see the Spurs being right off Mm -hmm. the bat when getting Wimby, but... If we're trying to go all in and, you know, trying to build this thing up immediately, that's one of the quickest ways you can go and do it. So I can't say that I'm opposed, but it comes with a lot of caution for sure. Yeah, I mean, the Spurs can't afford any demand that he puts out there financially. He is an unrestricted free agent. And and the Spurs definitely can't afford any type of close to near max deal. I don't think the Spurs would offer him a max deal. I don't think they'll go that route. If maybe a big, nice short-term one would be all right, because I don't yeah. think they'll want to your fortune uh, on a guy that could cause a problem. Maybe a short-term deal, but yeah, I, I just think where the state of the Spurs are right now in their rebuild to bring in a guy who has a history of causing team disruption. This is the last thing a young team like this needs, and it's going to get younger. Another teenager is going to join the team victor in just a few mm-hmm. short weeks so yeah it's just it's just my god i mean if the spurs were to or Kyrie to give the spurs assurances in blood and paper like i'm not going to screw this up and be what you saw in dallas and in brooklyn and in you know boston and and where else and in cleveland i mean you're asking a lot from him but also, too, you yeah. also look at this, at his point of his career, does he want to join a, a rebuilding squad? I mean, sure, there's Wimby, but 
Is Wimby still enough for Kyrie? You know, to finish, to start, you know, know, continue his career where they're likely not going to win a title next season, maybe the play-in, and title dreams are still maybe two, three seasons more away. So, oh, no, I don't think it's going to happen, Jack. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I don't think it's going to happen. It's something that uh, certainly could happen, but... No, I, I don't really envision that happening. But I do think that Wimby would be enough to bring Kyrie because Kyrie wants the ball. He wants to be, you know, the star. And mm-hmm. alongside Wimby, like, he really would be the only, you know, franchise, a guy who's been a franchise player in the NBA on our team. So there's definitely a lot of pros if I was Kyrie looking at it. But, again, I think – Kyrie probably wants a bigger market. He probably wants, you know, since he's getting up in age, he probably wants that long-term max. So, yeah, I I really don't see it happening, but you never know. We've got all the assets to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. The Spurs have the assets. It's just that upgrade, what he would give. That's a massive upgrade where they won't even have to draft uh, you know, or make any type of moves to try to get Scoot. You will have a ready-made point guard. It's just why Kyrie? Do you have to have this history? Why? Why? If, if he didn't have the history, I think done deal. Give him what he wants. Yeah. Bring him in now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, the thing is, with but, these, we only saw him on the the Mavs for a short time, but you know, he seemed to be happier. He seemed to be in a better mindset. He wasn't about his normal off-the-court shenanigans and, you know, sitting out games and just, you know, generally being unhappy. He seemed to be, you know, happier in a new environment and playing basketball. i just not sure his and Luca's games really meld together very well because they're both super ball-dominant players. So that's another thing that, like, you know, all eyes are going to be on the Spurs. That would mean all eyes would be on Kyrie and Wimby. He be the ball dominant guy. It's a lot to it that, you know, makes it sound like it could happen, but it just doesn't really seem like a Spurs move. It doesn't. It doesn't. But man, would that be just awesome to have him on board? Oh, uh, because you said the pick and roll with him and Wimby would be devastating. And yeah. Oof. Yeah. We can dream, Spurs fans. We can dream. It, 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 it just why, Kyrie, why did you have to act? Like the way you did. Well, anyway, that, that's a story for another time. But yeah, I would be on board completely if it wasn't for the potential and the high potential that uh, Kyrie can just be a distraction for a very young team. Hey, we're not done talking. When we get back, we're going to go ahead and bring in our next guest. Jack and I are going to talk to Jordan Haber. So you're probably thinking like, who is Jordan Haber? Huh? What, what, what's going on here? Well, He will be part of the 2023 NBA draft pool, and he has zero college experience, never played in some sort of NCAA tournament, nothing. But he found a loophole in the NBA collective bargaining agreement to enter the NBA draft. He's going to talk to us about that experience. And yes, teams are already scouting him, and I'm not kidding. It's for real. Teams actually think he's a player. We're going to talk about all this and more right here on Locked on Spurs. Hey, I want to talk to you about Mudslingers drive through Coffee. Hey, San Antonio, you stay up late last night. You need to pick me up. Look no further than Mudslingers drive through Coffee. 
Mudslingers is a locally owned independent coffee shop, and they're proud to make delicious coffee for our San Antonio community. They do it fast and friendly as you get on with your day. Whether you're in the mood for a latte, cold brew, or a Red Bull-infused lightning bolt, they have drinks for every taste. Over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. they got a wide selection of dairy alternatives, low-calorie options, even caffeine-free drinks for when you want to just take it easy. You want to go to Muslinger's drive through Coffee right now for that tasty and convenient caffeine fix. Located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive near 21 to 1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And while you're there, make sure to get two drinks. I recommend these two. All the drinks are good, but these are the two you want to get. The Alien, which is inspired by Wimbayama's imminent arrival to San Antonio. Alien, his nickname is Alien. You get it. It's part of their Red Bull-infused lightning bolt line. You're going to love it. And also the OGOJ, named by yours truly. And if you want to tug on those nostalgia strings one more time, remember the days going to the old school 80s Ingram Park Mall, South Park Mall, Windsor Park Mall, North Star Mall, and getting yourself an Orange Julius. It's back. Muslingers brought it back. It's called the OGOJ. Ask for it. Say, say that I that I sent you to them. Let them know that the Original guy who named it the OG OJ recommend you go get an OJ OG uh, OJ. So you can find Muslingers on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Muslinger STX. Life is too short for bland coffee. Autobots roll out. And we are back right here on Locked On Spurs with Jack Thompson of San Antonio Sports Star and our next guest who's making waves in the NBA. For all the hilarious reasons, in case you missed it, there is an individual who decided to have fun and read the NBA collective bargaining agreement and realize, huh, is it really that easy to enter the NBA draft? Well, he did it, and he's in the NBA draft. I Maybe he might go number one, Jack. I don't know at this rate, you know, because, you know, there are those sleepers. <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring him on oh, now. Man. He is Jordan Haber, uh, the guy who is into the NBA draft, but has zero basketball experience. Jordan, welcome to Locked On Spurs. I got, I have basketball experience. I played, <laughs> I played, I, I played rec league. My dad coached me. I okay. played against NBA players before by accident. It was complete by accident. <laughs> I scored. I don't know how, but I think they let me. All but, right. Well, hey, yeah. That, that could be on your resume when you do uh, the scouting uh, interviews and uh, pre-draft interviews, you know, uh, you know, you scored with NBA players and you're in a rec league, but Jordan, I guess my first question is how has the reception been? Are NBA teams actually getting a hold of you? So I just want to say there's a lot I can and can't say, and that's not <laughs> from like a PR move. I do have my friend <laughs> telling me all the time and talking to me. And being like, don't say anything dumb. I'm like, I don't know what I can and can't say at this point. Like, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if I can say if teams are talking to me or not. But um, this has been so positive and so amazing in so many different ways. And, like, I'm having so much fun and I love this. And I really want to turn this into a positive experience. uh, Not necessarily for me, but for everybody. Yeah. And, like, all this was for was to make, like, like the best YouTube video possible. Like that's all I ever wanted to do. I just wanted to make like an awesome YouTube video that I could like show my kids one day and like put on a CD. It doesn't even have to get posted to social media. Um, And I could just send it to them and be like, Hey, look, look what I did one day, you know, like this is (laughs) awesome and show my friends. And 
yeah, one of my friends isn't happy about this. The one I made the bet with and the ones that like mm -hmm. originally knew about this because they're like, if you don't shake Adam Silver's hand, then it doesn't count. Wow. So the only ones that are still like me on are my friends, but the internet, I've never seen any positive reaction like this. It's just incredible. And I hope I can turn this into a beautiful story, really. And it's not getting picked in the NBA, but doing something maybe bigger than basketball. Right, yeah. Jack, any questions for Jordan? I, what really, you know, sparked you to, to put your name in it? What, what caused this all to happen? So, like, this isn't necessarily the most original thing in the world. Um, people have done this before. I mean, it happens every year. I think there's, I did the math, I think there's three or four guys just like me right now that are doing this. Um, and honestly, um, I've been doing social media my whole life um, in different various assets. And I, I just have this notebook of like 150 ideas that like I have that I want to do. And this is one of them. And I was like, oh, that wouldn't make for a good YouTube video, right? So I would just go to my friends like, I'm gonna get in the NBA draft. I'm gonna get in the NBA draft for like a year. And then I was on like, I was on study abroad and I was on the beach of Barcelona. I was like, oh, wait, I'm looking for a YouTube idea to start a new channel. And I'm already messing with my friends about this. And I have a year to plan everything. Like, oh, this would be a lot of fun. And I think people would enjoy this. Mm -hmm. So it's a mix of like messing with my friends and doing something really cool I can share with people. Now, Jordan, I know you said, you said like you cannot talk about a lot of stuff. However, you are sharing some stuff publicly on your TikTok. And one thing you shared was something from the Brooklyn Nets. What was that about? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I want to say they have an amazing social media team. Um, whoever is running that account knows their stuff. Like they're putting in references that I had no idea that they could put in. Like they're pretty cool references. And if you get like social media in the YouTube world, it's pretty cool what they're doing. Um, but I can't say the Barclays Center didn't invite me because I did post that. So I don't know. I do not know. What, and what was your reaction when you got the letter from the NBA saying, congratulations, you're in the draft pool? Um, I can't say certain things that will be saved from um, YouTube just because I need to run it by some people. Okay. Relief. Relief that my friends couldn't tell me I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't even the excitement. It was just like, I just walked over to my friend's place and I was just like, hey. I was actually watching Chelsea Real Madrid and I got the email. And Chelsea was losing. I'm the biggest Chelsea fan in the world. Absolutely love the team. And we were losing against Real Madrid to the Bernabeu. And I was like, oh, look back at this later. We were out of the Champions League. Yeah. Oh, this is going to And I just like was like, it didn't process. But it was just like, oh, I'm going to go tell my friends. And then kind of what happened. Well, it's just really amazing. Yeah, because like, it sounds really dumb, but because like it was all legal loophole it's, i just i honestly just played by the rules like i read the rules i was like oh i fit the rules let me try this you know let me see if yeah if this is real and i was like oh <laughs> cool it's but, real like i know people yeah. have done this before so it wasn't yeah. like like i'm surprised at the reception it's getting and like i'm overwhelmed with joy and like i'm just so thankful for everybody mm -hmm. but like i knew this was possible it's everything else that's been like wow thank you if that makes sense Right, exactly. Jack, any questions for uh, Jordan? Um, I mean, he's kind of already answered everything that I kind of <laughs> had. <laughs> I've always known, like, that 
anyone could really enter the draft. You just have to be, you know, one year removed from your high school graduating class. But I really didn't know that it was, you know, I don't know how easy it was for you, but it appears to be that it just kind of all fell right into place and seemed to be kind of an easy, easier process than I envisioned it to be, especially when, you know, like no one in that realm the NBA realm kind of knows who you are that you can just kind of throw your hat in the ring and they're like, all right, well, you're in. So I want to show people. Pretty awesome. yeah. I want to show people with this. Cause like I come from like the social media background and like the law background. I want to do law for content creators full time. I, that's what I kind of want to do, um, which adds up perfectly. And I, I feel like a lot of people, myself included, we're always trying to build great YouTube channels and great things. And it's so hard to start from zero nowadays. Everyone feels like it's impossible. And all these people are, doing things of like how to do this how to do that i'm like just got to believe in yourself and take a bet and i don't know what's gonna happen on youtube i really don't i'll send you guys the link to watch the first video it's gonna be a series uh at the time of recording we're editing it so i'm in between editing and meetings and i've realized it's gone farther than me and i don't know how or i don't know if i can do this but i i want to do something maybe for like rec sports like people like kids who maybe don't play basketball, like like mm-hmm. sports like maybe something like let's get some teams some basketballs let's get some teams some jerseys maybe let's do something with this because mm-hmm. i think this is a story that could transcend social media and sports and it's not for the views honestly like i'd be happy if i got zero views and i could just like give the, my friends the letter and like buy a ticket right. and shake adam silver's hand like that's this is all it's about but if it's gone this far like let's i want to make this a feel-good story i'm not getting drafted by a team i understand that i would love to and who knows maybe they do it for marketing stunt which is crazy that i'm thinking that but like who knows maybe a 10-day or a one-day contract right an honorary one-day contract (laughs) it would be just give you a a a very generic uh nba cap like no team just says nba on it i mean that i think that'll be great my comment section on tiktok is like with the first pick in the nba legal draft the intern goes to Jordan Haver and I just died laughing. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, they're taking it too far. We're talking with Jordan Haver and you may ask him who is that? Well, he is the individual who found a way to get into the NBA draft 2023. Now he did say that other people have done it, but his recent move is getting a lot of attention. We wrote about it, him on kinsfy.com slash spurs. And he's here talking about his experience. I got to ask, and I, maybe I know what the answer is, as you can't talk about it, but have any NBA players reached out to you? No. So okay. I can say this, no. But from, like, people, they're like, it's people I spoke to, like, it's made some waves. Some people know about this. And, like, I'm so excited because, like, this could be really cool. Like, I'm, I'm nobody. Like, I really am. I'm not that special. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully – something works out from this hopefully some players sees our reaches out and i could just you know do something cool again this isn't gonna last very long and it's right. not making the most of it for myself and personal gain it's like i wonder if we could do something like i know nba always says bigger than basketball but like right. i didn't even realize it when i said it on the first news station it's like this could be really cool it could prove to anybody that you can do what you set out to if you just put your mind to it and if you have friends that mm-hmm. push you just a little bit because my and friends it- even though they push me they yeah. push me in the best way possible. I'm very thankful for them. 
And if you have time to read the NBA collective bargaining agreement, because that was I thought that was a fun thing. You said you just <laughs> wanted to read the NBA collective bargaining agreement for fun, and you found yeah. the three steps. By the way, are you going to be going to Barclays Center in Brooklyn? So, yeah. So I actually, the reason I had time on my hands, I graduated a semester early from undergrad. Um, I just worked out the credits like that. So I was like, yeah, let me do this. It'll practice me for law school. Went to the library, had some time. I think I can, all I'm going to say is look at the TikTok because I don't want to say anything wrong. And Barclays mm-hmm. has approved what I've posted so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not trying to go all PR on here. I don't actually know how to be PR. I, I don't know. I'm a business major. I'm just a business major. It's pretty cool. But just look on the TikTok because everything there has gotten approved. Um, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I can well, say and I can't. Well, YouTube uh, will have it too. Yeah. Uh, Jack, any final questions for uh, Jordan before we let him go? We're up against the clock here. I don't know if y'all probably heard the big old warning right now. No real questions. I'm just excited to see how this all unfolds, man. Sounds, sounds like a dope story. Excited to see exactly. what happens. Exactly. Thank you. And before we let Jack go, just really quick, I want to wrap up with Jordan. Make sure to follow Jack on Twitter at Jack underscore Thompson 33. Check out his show, the Saturday morning hangover on San Antonio Sports Star. You guys got everything covered from the Spurs to NFL and much, much more. And Jordan, where can people find your story on TikTok and any other social media avenues you have? When will this be posted? No, 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 no. Where can they follow you on social media so they can oh. see? Yeah, um, all the stuff. At J underscore Haber for Instagram. Um, Haber Jordan on TikTok. Twitter, I believe, is at J underscore Haber. And YouTube, look up Jordan Haber. Um, it will be posted probably by the time this is going. Um, we're literally in the ed- process of editing. And I want to bring you guys along for the journey, which I think will be amazing. And mm-hmm. I would love to be on the other show um, and just talk to San Antonio radio and stuff and Maybe a cool segment. I, I want to get people involved with this and do something great. Uh, that's mm-hmm. you know, pretty cool. And it's hopefully, the NBA likes what I'm doing. Hopefully, they like it. <laughs> I hope so too. By the way, I will be at Barclays too. So hopefully, I get to meet. Oh, you. let's meet up. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, I get to uh, check. It. I, I'm not going to miss this draft. This is the the Wimby draft. So I, I got to be there. Uh, Jack, Everyone's... I'm assuming. Yeah, everybody's everybody's doing that. Jack, everyone is. Yeah. Yeah, everybody is. Jack, before I let you go. Um, Real quick, this, the Saturday morning hangover, what time and uh, what station does that air on? That's going to be uh, 9 to 11 on uh, 94.1 FM. You can also catch us online at sasportstar.com. You can watch us on YouTube Live. Just search Saturday morning hangover or the San Antonio Sports Star. And, of course, if you can't miss the live show, we record everything, run it back. So you can check us all out in the audio vault or – the saved uh, shows under our YouTube channel. So just, yeah, San Antonio sports star.com can listen wherever you want. 94, one FM nine to 11. We'll be getting it going, hitting all the major sports topic lines. Should be a fun one for sure. Lots to talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jordan will be able to talk to his, to you, your audience Jack, on San Antonio sports star, but Jordan, we're up against the clock here. We got about 30 seconds before this app kicks us I, out I of the room. 30, yeah, yeah, exactly. So for Jordan Haber and for Jack Thompson of the San Antonio sports star, we're going to put a lock. And by the way, Jordan, thank you for taking time. I appreciate you. Well, thank uh, you guys. You guys, are, yes. you guys are awesome. I thank appreciate you so much. It. And if anybody wants time. to reach out, please reach out. Yep. For Jordan and Jack, I'm Jeff. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.